It's the Atlanta Grubber Podcast with surefire restaurant reviews from throughout the Atlanta metropolitan area. Hosted by Joe Duffy, there is a special focus on his home chomping grounds of Alpharetta and Roswell. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Atlanta Grubber and on atlantagrubber.com. Without further ado, here is your infallible restaurant whisperer, Joe Duffy. All right, we're very excited. Here we are, episode four of the Atlanta Grubber. We're quite happy with the downloads in our first three episodes. Please spread the word any way you can. Look, we appreciate a retweet or sharing it on any form of social media, anything you can do to help us get uh, new listeners. If you know anyone who is a foodie slash food snob in the Atlanta area, please let them know about Atlanta Grubber. On this episode, we're going to talk about Geo's Chicken. We'll elaborate a little bit more. Yeah, I did allude to them in one of the previous episodes in the sound bites, but want to elaborate a lot more. We have discovered the new Cuban sandwich champion of Atlanta. Also, thanks to some advice from listeners slash people who follow me on social media, I think I have unearthed the ultimate hidden gem in all of Atlanta. Combine the two. A great hidden gem and a spectacular sandwich. Well, here is a sandwich that you really should be trying. It's not all that far outside of Atlanta. Remember, we're brought to you in part by OffshoreInsiders.com, where you can get vetted sports books and the best sports handicappers at OffshoreInsiders.com. Geo's Chicken Amalfitano at 1099 Hemphill Avenue in Atlanta. This is all part of the Giovanni De Palma Empire across the street from the original Antico, and that's how he got on the map. Let's give De Palma credit. He has changed Atlanta dining in quite the way as much as really anybody in recent years. He is the one who made Neapolitan pizza, Woodfire pizza, chic here in Atlanta, and there have been so many uh, copies since then. There are quite a few that also put out um, quite good pizza but one thing that nobody has, to my knowledge, even tried to duplicate, and I really think they should, would be Geo's chicken. Now, what do I like about chicken? It's not quite as dynamic as steak, for example, to say the least. However, it is a lot more versatile. For example, you know, if you got a good prime steak, you don't need to do much with it. You don't need to put any sauce on it. Maybe just mild spicing, mild seasoning, and just cook it Pittsburgh rare. I mean... Hey, I want to tell you something. If you're at a steak place and there's A1 on the table, turn around the fly and walk away. If your filet is encrusted in blue cheese, turn around the fly and walk away. On the other hand, chicken is a very good meat, but it does need some help. It needs other ingredients to truly shine, and that's where Giovanni does a fantastic job. Sorrento lemon is his most popular. It's olive oil and some lemon juice, but very high quality lemons are in there. Served with russet potatoes as all of his chicken dishes are. Try the Sunday night only cacciatore, which is his second best, at least as far as I'm concerned. I've had them all, but the cacciatore has green peppers, mushroom, San Marzano tomatoes. And if you know anything about uh, Italians, Sunday night, kind of like it is here in the South, or at least it used to be, Sunday nights is a big night for dinners, which brings me to another point. We could really use a couple restaurants that serve Sunday sauce or some people 
of course, if you're from the Philadelphia, New Jersey area like me, you would call it Sunday gravy. And no, it's not a specific type of sauce. It's an actual meal. But that's another story altogether. But that's probably why uh, Geo reserves the cacciatore for Sunday nights only. Pretty good chicken soup, and look, there are so many great restaurants out there of different cuisines. It seems that every single ethnicity has their own version of chicken soup, and Gio more than holds his own. Now, my wife, she is a chicken parmesan fanatic. I would say, I think her co-favorites, probably Gio's chicken parmesan with O4W, although when Campania, closer to my chomping grounds of Alpharetta Roswell, has uh, parmesan they do a really good job as well but if you're looking for chicken parmesan quite the popular dish geos might have the best in the city now on one hand you might say that the chicken dishes are are somewhat expensive however the family packs offer a really good deal. They range in price from $42 to $47. I mentioned before that often I like to go see Georgia Tech baseball. I usually come home with a family pack of one of the chickens. Well, actually, sometimes two of the chickens. And because the family does like the lemon one so much, it's usually that and maybe a couple other side dishes. I've picked up a few of their pasta dishes They've all been really good. My daughter and I in particular like pasta. Everything is, is very good here. In fact, even one day when we were eating inside, yeah, I've gotten takeout, but I've also eaten there. We were sitting right across from Diane Keaton. She apparently likes the place a lot. And got to give Diane credit. Look, my, we were there with some friends. My wife and her friend, particularly my wife's friend, was kind of starstruck. And we were leaving at about the same time as Diane Keaton and went to one of uh, Gio's other places across the street for a, a drink or two or three or five. I had some limoncello. And to Diane's credit, she was really a good sport when she was kind of accosted by my wife and her friend. She was acting as if... Seems like old time. So double credit to Miss Keaton, first of all, for being such a good sport about it and... Clearly, she's got some very good taste in food because Gio's Chicken Amalfitano has my favorite combination. Very good food, but on top of that, unique. I don't really know where else you can get chicken like this, the Italian chicken. I really wish he would open a place near me. He opened a second location of Antico and Avalon, which is close to me, but I'd selfishly really like him to open his chicken place, but give it a visit for sure. Then head right across the street to Bar Amalfi from the same owner and get some of that limoncello. Now to sound bites with news, notes, and quick hitters on Atlanta area restaurants. Kept hearing reports that possibly the best Cuban sandwich in the history of the city was available at Cubano's in Sandy Springs, a nice little house, 6450 Roswell Road. And after all, I am infallible, so I had to go out and see if these reports were true. They have three sandwiches on the menu. Two are Cuban sandwiches. One is a Miami version. The other is a Tampa version. I decided to rename them Little Havana and Ybor City. The only difference is that in Tampa, they put salami on it. Hey, uh, Knippy, you want a piece of salami? Then the non-Cuban sandwich that they have is a El Pollo, which is made from chicken breast, Swiss, and secret aioli sauce. And since it's a secret recipe on the pork and it's very good, 
I believe him that it's outstanding. One of my foodie contacts said that's her favorite sandwich, the Puyo, and I'm going to have to try that next time. Now, I should clarify, you can also pick it up at their headquarters, which was more convenient for me in North Springs, and I did see on one of the online menus on like DoorDash, they have yet a fourth sandwich, an Atlanta Cuban sandwich, which looks like it's just extra ham and two kinds of pickles. So you might really argue that they only have two sandwiches, a Cuban sandwich and a few different variations of it, and then the pollo. Yet despite that, Condé Nast had them rated among the top 20 restaurants in Atlanta. This came out the day after I wound up trying Cubano's. Pretty impressive because if you look at the list, most of the places are fancier sit-down places, but yet Cubano's is the only place that made it essentially because of one and only one item. And my conclusion is the reports are true. We have a brand new Cuban sandwich champion. And yes, I've had Cuban sandwiches at highly rated places in Miami, Ybor City, uh, West Palm Beach, here in Atlanta, I've had them. Uh, probably my previous favorite was Mojito's Cuban American Bistro, which is loved by the beautiful Sports Sandra, who's originally from Florida. I think she said that was her favorite in the city. This is not to be confused, by the way, with a restaurant by a similar name in Johns Creek. Cuban American Bistro, the original one is in downtown Norcross, and they have another one at the Forum. I wrote an article uh, maybe a year or so ago that I think think that uh, Norcross slash Peachtree Corners have become kind of the little Havana of the area. Quite a lot of uh, good Cuban sandwiches there. In addition to Mojitos, the Cuban Cafe, Tortugas, which is probably my favorite overall Cuban restaurant, the food truck, Buena Henta Cuban Bakery. Buena Henta means good people. Which is the favorite of Jennifer Zeman of Atlanta Magazine. But I'm telling you, Cubanos, I think it's quite reasonable to say they are the Cuban sandwich champion of the world. <laughs> the next segment is going to determine how hardcore of a foodie are you. For some of you, especially if you're living in the city, a little bit of a drive, but it is possibly the, the ultimate hidden gem in the entire greater Atlanta area. DuffyGifts.com offers the finest My31 gifts, such as purses, jewelry, organizers, storage bins, and so much more. These gifts are perfect for graduates, weddings, and any occasion, whether it's for him or for her. For the most thoughtful gifts, check out Stephanie Duffy at DuffyGifts.com. Frankfurt Donor and Meats, 250 Gilmore Ferry Road in Ballground. My last episode, I mentioned that I was in Ballground and I tried the Ballground Burger Bus. Got a few messages saying to me, look, you got to try Frankfurt Donor the next time that you get to Ballground. This place is great. So, of course, I went, look, we're in the middle of a plague. The Duffy family's been laying pretty low. So what better did we have to do than the drive about 40 minutes and try this place to see if it lived up to expectations? And I assure you it did. They have uh, shaved Angus beef directly off of the spit. I tried it in both the donor and in a Reuben. The donor bread, it's homemade and really epitomizes how important the bread is on a sandwich. Now, if you're from New Orleans or from Philadelphia um, or from, you know, Chicago, you know how you got to have your respective sandwiches on the correct bread. And this is the donor is made in-house. 
It is outstanding. Life-changing is how they describe the donor with beef, homemade tzatziki, various other fresh toppings. Look, as Dizzy Dean said, it ain't bragging if you can do it. My reaction to their signature sandwich was... When you put that meat on a Reuben, I guess the authenticity police can say, look, if it's really an authentic Reuben, it's either got to have corned beef or pastrami. The beef that they put on is, is pretty close uh, to corned beef. I think they put on some spices to make it taste like that. Very good. Definitely belongs on those Eater maps. You know how Eater puts out these maps of best wherever all over the metropolitan area. When it comes to Reuben's, this belongs in the discussion. It is very good. I picked up some um, bratwurst to take home to eat the next day, and they had a currywurst mix. That's a German dish in which you have bratwurst and put it in spiced ketchup and curry powder. Very rare to find in the area. However, theirs was very good. I kind of, you know, did have to make it, I, like I said, at home, cook the bratwurst myself. It is raw bratwurst, and then I... Uh, cooked it and mixed it up with their own curry powder and spice ketchup, which, as I said, was excellent. Their selection, they have both quality and quantity of giant sausages. Giant sausages! Giant sausages, no way! Now, if you followed me, whether it's this podcast where we featured them the last uh, episode, or I guess it was really episode two, where I've written them up quite a few times in both Scoop OTP and in the current hub, and definitely talked about them a lot on social media, where you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Atlanta Grubber. You know I love my Mitch's Meats and Fish in Roswell, where he also has raw bratwurst. They're very comparable. In fact, I'd like to do a taste test, blind taste test, um, putting these uh, sausages head-to-head each and every time. But as far as the quantity, Frankfurt Donart, they've got all kinds of sausages. I mean, check out their menu on their Facebook page. They really don't even have an official web page, but they do have their menu posted on their Facebook page. They've got some sausage flavors that you probably never have. I think even blueberry is in one of them. Maybe I'll try that eventually, but as large of a uh, selection of sausages you're going to see anywhere. And my reaction was, wait a minute, how can they possibly keep this fresh? But then I went and visited, and let me applaud those of you in ball ground. They are very well supported and deservingly so. So whether it's the meat on the spit or the various sausages in their sausage case, I don't think it lasts there long. They do a tremendous business. I'm going to go so far as to say this is a strong nomination for the best hidden gem in all of the metropolitan area. That being said, since we're on the topic, I'm going to talk about another place that deserves so much more support in a moment. Not necessarily the specific place I had in mind, but they could qualify as a hidden gem. Emidio's Restaurant at 8610 Roswell Road in Sandy Springs in the northernmost part of North Springs. Look, I could do a podcast just on sandwiches, believe me. For real? Yeah, that's not the type of thing I'm going to joke about, folks. The Francisina sandwiches from the city of Porto in Portugal, and Emidio's does it really well. It starts out with bread and then Portuguese sausage, fried egg, melted cheese, beef sauce, fries, and then your choice of meat, chicken, pork, or steak. 
kind of reminds me a little bit of two American sandwiches, mostly the hot brown from Louisville because it's open face, and I guess you could say the Mornay sauce uh, is somewhat comparable, the cheese mixed with the beef sauce that I talked about. Maybe a teeny bit it reminds me of the Primanti Brothers sandwich in Pittsburgh because fries are also on it. Still, maybe you could say it's sort of incomparable. This is a thin fantastic open face sandwich. It's a little messy, but it is delicious. The lady next to me, she was in the table next to me, and she had to stop and say, excuse me, you were eating that uh, Francesina sandwich, weren't you? And she just took the time to rave about how good it is. Now, look, I'll grant you I'm kind of a, a sexy guy. Maybe she was flirting with me, but no, I think she was being sincere. This sandwich alone is worth the trip to 8610 Roswell Road. Mama's Kitchen, Taiwanese food, 10820 Abbott's Bridge Road in Johns Creek. It is inside the H Mart food court all the way on the right towards the end. My second nomination in this episode for the best hidden gem food-wise in awe of metropolitan Atlanta. Michael, the buried treasure, where is it? I don't know. Well, that's my job anyway. Michelle Louie and Karen Wang, the sisters behind La Miazi, ITP. La Meza. Okay, La Meza it is. I may not know how to pronounce it, but I will pronounce it outrageously good. So many great things to eat there. I've probably had, I don't know, eight dishes, ten dishes. Lamb with scallion, which has white onion, cumin, and braised oriental sauce. Scallion pancake, a very basic dish. A lot of people come from New York and they're like, how oh, come I can't get great scallion pancakes anywhere in Atlanta? Well, yes, you can at Mama's Kitchen. A three-cup chicken, another dish that was recommended to me very highly. I got it. My son has become a vegetarian, but he got some uh, General Tso's vegetarian dish there. He was raving about it. I know you Americans love General Tso's chicken. I am sure um, all their General Tso's dishes are, are great because every single dish they've had there is great. My son knows his good food. He hasn't been a vegetarian very long, but look, I visited him in Columbus, Ohio. He goes to the Ohio State University. He was really uh, touting on this Chinese restaurant there that he said I got to try, and it was great. Everything about Mama's Kitchen is good. Again, I probably had at least 10 dishes. I've heard about it from an, another very credible foodie. This place belongs in every single solitary discussion of the best restaurants in Atlanta. It was worthy of that top 21 list I just told you about. We'll probably do a more detailed review in a future episode, but please give this place more attention for crying out loud. Please visit DuffySense.com. That's S-C-E-N. TS with the fragrances. I've got these uh, fragrances all over the house right now. We got them in the laundry room, the, the bathroom, which maybe I, well, we don't want to talk about how often I spend time there, and my office where I'm literally here like 16 hours a day. Uh, the latest scent is the red pear and pomegranate. I've started heating that, I guess, I don't know, four or five days ago. It's great. And like I said, for me, it's very stress relieving. Um, the scent is tremendous. Please visit DuffySense.com right now. Support our podcast, and there's some great products there. 
was getting some rave reviews from a couple of different sources about our Diddy Pizza over at 2948 Five Forks Trickham Road in Snellville. Now, in Georgia, we kind of like to confuse people where you live in one city and you're serviced by another post office, much like Johns Creek above. There is no post office actually in Johns Creek, so it may show up as uh, Alpharetta. Some parts of Johns Creek might show up as a Duluth mailing address. Same thing here. Uh, our Diddy Pizza is in Snellville, but it is serviced by the Lawrenceville Post Office, so if you map it out and it comes up as Lawrenceville, you're, you're in fine shape there. Mike Gadget Geek of 285foodies.com said it's his number one pizza place, even ahead of O4W. I'm not sure I'm about to go that far, but it's not a ridiculous statement. The Greenblatt family, also of Snellville, great food advisors, they love this place. It definitely belongs in the discussion of being among the best pizza places in all of metropolitan Atlanta. You know, I talked a little bit earlier about how Eater, they do their maps. Yeah, when they do a pizza map, without question, Snellville slash Lawrenceville needs to enter the chat. Our Diddy Pizza is very good. So many more places we got to talk about in future episodes that I want to give deserved love to. A place I want you to give some deserved love to, the Starhouse Foundation. Starhousefoundation.org. They are the number one charity, I guess you could say the official charity that we love here. I uh, love a lot of charities, but this is one that I know from the inside out. Starhousefoundation.org. They um, serve over 300 at-risk kids in the Roswell area, five Title I North Fulton County schools, helping these kids get better grade, giving them academic support they cannot get at home. Also, nourishment for body and mind. They provide 37,000 snacks to their students each year. And another shout out, Thank you very much to Jenny Levinson of Super Jenny. I know she's her reputation is impeccable as far as her kindness. She's been very kind to the Star House. Was speaking to Janet Russell, a community organizer here in Roswell, and she is the one that introduced Jenny Levinson to the Star House, and she just spoke so highly of Jenny Levinson. So please uh, visit uh, Jenny at any of her Super Jenny locations. But most importantly, the starhousefoundation.org. Visit the site, see how much great this organization does. And I ask you, if you can find it in your heart and in your wallet to support them, please do just that.